0: Hey, everybody. Um, welcome to our NFL Show. I'm Chris. Got Peter Holland with uh, Can't repository with me. Uh, Peter, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Chris?
0: I, it's a it's good night. Been a busy week, but uh, a good week. So, um, yeah, so it's an interesting week here in the NFL. Um, we got the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but let's do a little bit more of a preview and like pick the game. Um, from what I recall last week, I think you are a little bit concerned with the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs outlasted the Bengals, but they got pretty banged up. Um, now, for them, good, because you got two weeks between the championship game and the Super Bowl. What's your take on are, – are they getting healthier, are you still concerned about their injury stats going into the big game?
1: Well, obviously, I'm still going to have a little bit of concern until I see how they look on the field. Um, but – it's it, it, it looked to me that um, Patrick Mahomes going to be full go um, along with everybody else. Um, so it's going to be um, interesting to see how they look against a, a more healthy Philadelphia Eagles team. Um, so I, I expect everyone to be available You got to be like, I don't know. I, I, you got to be seriously injured door to be ruled out to miss the Super Bowl, and I don't think be, Kansas City guys going to miss the Super Bowl, especially Patrick Mahomes, so uh, I, I expect I expect the Kansas City Chiefs should be full go. They're not going to be fully healthy, um, but I think Kansas City Chiefs should should
0: be good to go. Yeah, it's interesting. The only guy I heard that's definitely out, um, Mikko Hardman, um, is out. But they did activate Clyde edwards hilaire so kind of interesting. Um, you know, seeing Harmon not being able to play, but Hilaire being able to play in, uh, during the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, losing Nicole Harmon—that's one. That's one wide receiver go- gone. I mean, well, I mean, they, at least what's good about the Kansas City Chiefs is that they got depth in that position. There's not necessarily a standout, but they got a good amount of weapons that. That um, give ton, that give Patrick Mahomes a ton of option along with Travis Kelsey, so I think um, they should be all right.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing yeah. here Hartman has not played since Week Nine of the season. Kind of amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, and, and is interesting. I mean, I think anytime the Chiefs can get back a weapon, that's good. But you know, Pacheco and um. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, I'm not sure how much you even see Hilaire play on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting how they will utilize Clyde Hilaire too, because at one point, he was the guy, and it's going to be very intriguing of how to rotate all three guys and how they utilize them. Um, but if I'm KCG's, I would just lie on um, the script has already been working for them, and that's um, Pacheco. Um, I think he's going to be the primary ball carrier. Jeremy Kane going to get his touches. I, I think um, Clyde going is gonna, probably going to get a limited amount of touches. I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to see a
0: ton. Um, you know, we've talked all year about the lines, you know, for the Eagles and, like, how dominant the offense line defense line are. I think in the Chiefs they've got a little bit more – like I think about Jones for the Chiefs, how dominant he's been on the defensive line. How it's an advantage for Philadelphia? But do you think – how big of an advantage do you think it is uh, with the Chiefs being a better team than some of the other teams the Eagles have faced recently?
1: Um, I think it's more of – it's always going to start up front for a lot of teams, you know. and it's good to see how the Kansas City Chiefs could um, be put to the test against the their Eagles um, front line um, from both ends. You know, um, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line hasn't really been – they have been solid, but there are times where they're, they have not been as great as we thought they would be as of all-season moves. But they've been solid, mm-hmm. um, so and you're gonna go against an elite front four that produced what seventy-two sacks this year or something like yeah. that. So that's gonna be a, a tough task. And on the and then when we got the Eagles with their offensive line. I mean, I was even I was even the phone with um. Dominic Robinson of the Chicago Bears who played against um the Philadelphia Eagles earlier this year. And he was talking about their left tackle. Um Mal- Malayla, I believe his name is. Um, oh, yeah. He's he's like he's like 6'8 to um 360, and he can move. Um tough to get around the guy. And he's a rugby player. That makes it even makes it even really um crazy about it. But all, but it's him. It's Lane Johnson. It's Kelsey, um, later Dickerson. All of them are, have a high top top ten rating, um, in the pro football focus of right side. So. so. So, but I think they got a tough platform going against guys like Frank Clark and Chris Jones as well. So, um, so it's like it's in a, in a way it's like it's kind of like a strength among strength. I think the Eagles still look like the better team as far as we're looking like from position to position. But Kansas um, City is definitely
0: a team I don't want to rule out. Yeah, and and I think the Chiefs are going to be interesting on defense. How do you manage this Eagles offense? I mean, you know, Hurts hasn't had dominant games recently, but the running game's been going so well. I mean, if you're the Chiefs defense, do you try to stop the run and make them beat you by the pass? I mean, how do you – I mean, Eagles are so well-balanced. If you're the Chiefs defense, how do you tackle that? I think it's
1: more of – you take it what the Eagles are giving you. I think that's probably the best way to it. That's kind of a cliche, a coaching cliche talk, but um, you just got to take what the offense give you. If they are more subtle with their running attack, then you just get more physical with them. Um, make Jalen Hurts stay in the pocket. You know, that's yeah. probably – that could probably be a, a best as of how – to contain him, um, not having him to scramble around or having to extend plays, uh, and you're gonna have to depend on your second, your DBs and your secondary to um, to match up with match up with um the Eagles wide receiver. If they could take out like guys like AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard, Devonte Smith, at least two of those three, you probably have a good chance. You know, make it tougher on Jalen Hurts, make him. Um, Make him win with your with his arm instead of just with his legs, Um and if and if you stop the run, you, you know make you just try to make them a one one dimensional team. I think that's probably the best way that I could describe of how to stop them. So that's probably how how probably how the Kansas City Chiefs how how can they handle against so uh, a a well balanced Eagles team.
0: Yeah, I agree. with You you, you gotta stop. You're um, yeah. You, know, you can't let them get seven, eight yards a run because when you do that, you're way behind the eight ball. All right. Well, let's talk about a score a prediction. I mean, who do you think wins this on Sunday?
1: Ooh.
0: Oh, I got to. I I
1: haven't really thought about about that. Um, uh, I'm going to say. The Eagles
0: win 28-24. Yeah, I, I was thinking about the same. I, I got the Eagles by three. I'm not sure what the score is going to tell. Maybe 31-20, I guess, if we have to throw a score at. But, yeah, I, I think Casey's good. I think it should be a good game. I think Philadelphia's got a little bit more balance on offense, and, uh, but it's gonna be entertaining Super Bowl. I, I, I like the matchup, I'm looking forward to checking it out for sure. Um, let's who wins, talk about who,
1: Super Bowl? who, do you, think, who do you think wins Super Bowl MVP.
0: Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I think unless like a defensive player goes nuts, like, and I, I think for the Eagles, they, they've got standouts, but they play really well as a team. If I had to pick, maybe Jalen Hurts because I think mean Philadelphia doesn't. Ha- I mean, AJ Brown could take over the game, but I think overall it's just such a team concept. You probably just give to the quarterback, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, what are you thinking? That's that's probably the that's probably the usual um usual pick. Uh, going is um pick Jalen Hurts as the Super Bowl MVP. Um. <sighs> probably my dark horse will probably be my dark horse of if it's not Jalen Hurts it wouldn't surprise me it'll be it'll go to someone like uh it go to someone someone like an AJ Brown who could be yeah. a legit a legit um weapon or a guy who could probably make plays inside and out so it, it it will, I could definitely see him or Devontae Smith um, definitely be in that mix, um, see who would outperform um, in the passing game.
0: So, Eagles have ran the ball so well. They haven't even had to go to A.J. Brown as much, and I think A.J. Brown's a little frustrated about that. I, I'm wondering if they kind of not forced it to A.J. Brown, but really try to get A.J. Brown involved in the offense a little bit more earlier, which – could lend to a bigger game for A.J. Brown, which could lend to him being an MVP. So, yeah, quite possibly there. Um, before we go, let's talk um, the Pro Bowl. And I don't know if we've ever talked about the Pro Bowl before. Uh, Pierre, I was so annoyed with the old Pro Bowl. It turned into be like this. I wouldn't even say it was a flag football game. It was, you know, nobody wants your guy to get hurt during the Pro Bowl. So it became very hands-off, very kind of a weird not even the football game. So the NFL um, heard complaints from fans. They went to this Pro Bowl skills contest where there was a flag football element, but there was a golf element. There was a, you know, kicking contest. Uh, there's a lot of different stuff. I don't know. What did you think about it? Did you like the idea or was it a little too much?
1: Um, To be honest with you, I didn't really play that much that much to the Pro Bowl like that. Um, I, I followed it through Twitter. I haven't really watched it. I think what really surprised me, it was probably the most viewed um, Pro Bowl they had in a while. What, six million views? Uh, six, six, yeah, six million people were watching the Pro Bowl. That outweighed the um, other things that were happening during that week, such as the, the NHL All-Star Weekend. So I think that's probably very impressive that the model of the Pro Bowl is working for them. If people are watching now, granted, I could, you can could make a still argument. Maybe they were just curious of how the model would look like, and even if they weren't really a fan of the new format, they were still watching and observing if if it makes sense. Um, so, um. I think just just based on their viewership, uh, I think it's like it's going to continue. Uh, and it's unfortunate that they only had it heal with one injury, and that was um, with Miles Garrett, um the dislocated toe. But fortunately, he didn't really um it's not as severe as we thought it would be. He he, he doesn't need surgery, so that's a good thing. Um, but other than that. It's an all around success for the NFL. I'm a big win for them. I'm having the, um, having the some some players might have their mixed feelings about it. I even saw Josh Jacobs say that he think he thinks it was stupid. Um, That's his words. (laughs) But I think that's that's probably they're going to continue to have and
0: um, yeah, yeah. I um, I had it on over the weekend. I wasn't intently watching it, but in the past, I couldn't even have the Pro Bowl on in the background. The Pro Bowl was unwatchable, and this wasn't bad. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was riveting, but the fact I didn't turn it off out of boredom, it probably was a little bit better. I I have a love-hate relationship with the Pro Bowl. I always get afraid my team, the players will go over and get hurt and everything. So, (laughs) um, you know... It is what it is. I mean, like I said, it wasn't thrilling, but it kept my attention more than the other thing. So why not? You know, I, I guess that's where I'm at. I, I kind of like the back and forth. Like, I like the NBA All-Star Game Saturday night because guys make fun of each other, like Barkley and Shaq and everything. everybody. Uh, ESPN tried to do that a little bit, and I think you saw some of these players develop more personalities too, which is kind of nice, you know. Uh, you heard guys go back and forth. A, a little bit was over the top and a little silly. But eh, if if you gave me a choice between that and the old Pro Bowl, I, I'd pick what we just saw. Yeah, so not super excited, but a lot better than the awful Pro Bowl. So very good. Oh, one other thing. Uh, getting back to Super Bowl quick. Uh, super Bowl halftime show. Rihanna, thumbs up or thumbs down? Are you looking forward to it?
1: Yeah, um, I'm definitely excited to see Rihanna. I'm definitely curious to see um, the the playlist that she's going to use. Um, and I think this is going to be her way of introdu- reintroducing everyone that, yeah, Rihanna had a stellar career. And this guy should be um a making uh, what's to come as far as her next album coming up, or when she's going back on tour. Um so I'm definitely excited. I think we're gonna remind it's gonna be a heavy reminder of what Rihanna is all about. I never seen Rihanna perform live. I think we're all gonna be good, all for a treat. So
0: I'm not hugely I'm not a huge Rihanna fan, but compared to some of the other people they've had recently, I'm a lot more intrigued by Rihanna and some of the other people. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. Um, and you never know. They always bring back like a little retro artist to come out for a couple minutes. It'd be interested to see who, who she picks for that. So, probably going to be Coldplay.
1: Um, oh, because uh, they they may, I think they may music together as well. Or if okay. not, I watch you, I'm actually cross my fingers. I want to see Jay Z in there too. I would yeah. love to see that. He's actually part of the committee uh, bringing in talent. and that's mm-hmm. Jay Z's artist. You know, mm-hmm. Jay Z discovered Rihanna. So can you just imagine him on the same on the same stage performing "Umbrella"? I think that would probably oh, be yeah. a really that could probably be a really good um, start out. I don't know. So, I'm
0: into that. That'd be that'd be a talker. I liked last year's. I thought. The old hip hop. It was fun to, to see that and some classic R and B artists. Uh, what was the one before? I wasn't as crazy about. The I Shakira, believe J Lo, maybe.
1: No, no, no. I think be, before that, I think it was, I think it was we the Weeknd. Yeah, the weekend. yeah.
0: It, it's always fun. I I never am horrified at the hall, the uh, Hall of Fame, the um, halftime show. But uh, some are brand others and like I said, looking forward to seeing Rihanna. All right. Well, hey, we got a college football show coming up where um, Pierre's going to give us his opinion about running backs. So for Piers, this is Chris. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great day and night. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley.